It takes money. Got my period sat in the swing. I guess I really am a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. This, this story does not get old. It's got astronauts. It's got murder. That's a sexy story. And diapers. I just want a room full of people to be forced by circumstance to say that I'm sexual. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some thing. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. It's in ramblings. See, a friend of mine was talking to me recently about bowling, actually, and they were saying it's never a good idea for a first date. <laughs> Why's that? What, you think it's a great idea for a first date? Yeah, I think it's all right. Like, yeah. It's always good to have something to do while you're on a date. Yeah, it beats just like drinking and staring at each other, I guess. Yeah, so you've got a conversation starter if, you know, everything else isn't going amazingly. Like, how's about bowling? <laughs> yeah, is that not, okay. you know, the key to every good relationship is bowling chat? Well, <laughs> I know that I find it very important. There's so many double entendres you can oh, make. You're like, you really bowled me over with that one. <laughs> And you can say she's got great pins. Oh. It just goes on and on. I mean, when I said don't go there for a first date, I didn't take your suavity into account. Yeah, that's this guy's problem. No, what was his All argument? All right. Uh, well, no, I was just thinking, you know, it's very important. Bowl, bowling chat's very important to me in a relationship. <laughs> I usually climb oh. into bed and I snuggle up and I, you know, clasp their hand between my hands and I'm like, baby, <laughs> maybe we should role play me at night, baby. Why well, I'm going to bed. Why are you sleepy? We just got in. <laughs> very quick to settle down once okay. I get to bed. I guess so. Are you okay? You sound like you're getting sick. I'm also getting sick. <laughs> okay. You sound really creaky. You didn't, no, just, you didn't just sound groggy. creaky in the lounge. Room. Just groggy. Okay. Is that some floorboards or are you speaking? I'm speaking. Okay. You're waking me up now. What do you want? Shit. Well, my relationships are much better than this. But anyway. Um, I don't, I don't I just, think so. I think this is probably on par. No, true. Um, just wanted to talk about bowling. We haven't had bowling chat yet. Oh, fuck. How did I forget about bowling <laughs> chat? Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on bumpers? I thought we'd discuss bumpers tonight. Uh, I mean, it's fun when you're a kid. Yeah. But once you've passed the age of 15, I feel like you can go... Without? Oh, it's a shame. I'm, I'm not on the same level. You want all bumpers all the time. Yeah, I just think if you're really bad or with someone who's really bad, you're just ruining the game if you don't have them. You can't have any fun. You have to elevate. you got to <laughs> up your game a little bit. And then we'd play You've Got a Lift by Delta Goodrum. And then I'd bring it back like, hey, baby. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to bowl a 300? Yeah, my dad's done it. You always bring up your dad in the bed. <laughs> I don't. That's creepy. Uh, just during bowling chat, which we obviously had to do because you went to bed early. And where does bowling chat take Well, place? not usually in bed. You went to bed early. Checkmate. Or should <laughs> I say strike? <laughs> anyway, so his argument is it's bad because if you take a girl bowling, you'll either be so bad at it that you'll look the fool. Okay. Um, so you'll just look in- incompetent and ridiculous in front of her. Or... You'll be so good at it that it looks like you just took her to show off your bowling skills. Like some sort of bowling peacock. No, like I think... (laughs) Is there a middle ground? Uh, Yeah, I feel like the majority... You have to be medium at bowling to do it. And I think most people are. (laughs) I'm not going bowling with bowling pro Rodney. (laughs) Old 300 game Smith. Yeah, like... I feel like the majority of the time when I'm going bowling, mm-hmm. we're, I'm scoring 
quite evenly with my friends. Oh, yeah. None of us are bowling more than once a year, I would say. Right, okay. And so we're all pretty terrible. Yeah, I'm quite bad. But that's what I'm saying. You would look bad in front of her. I'm if she never bowls and she wins, surely that's a bad look. But it's look. still a good time. Is no, it? Well, I mean, <laughs> if she's trying to hustle me, maybe. <laughs> but I don't think that's the case. Like... I mean, rarely have I taken a girl bowling on a first date. Yeah, but and look how well things have gone for you. Yeah, Two well, long-term relationships. But maybe that's my mistake. Maybe I... What, uh, you would I'd have, have I'd, less I'd, relationships? No, I'd have like a dozen relationships <laughs> had we gone bowling <laughs> right, every <okay>. time. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings, episode 141. A very argumentative episode. <laughs> As you can see, it's already broken out over bowling. We were talking last episode about... Yep. Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. We talk were. every episode, in fact. That's true, but not every episode about Katy Perry. I mean, like one in ten or so. Yeah, I was going to say, probably a fair few now that I think about <laughs> it, but okay. She's topical, often topical. You mentioned her song, California Dreams, and yeah. how it's got... The tooting. Sorry, California Girl. Yeah. I was confused, but I was going to gloss over What's it. What's California Dreams? I feel like that's a thing. California Dreaming, I think you're thinking of. <laughs> you weren't talking about California Dreaming. No. Anyway. I was going to gloss over that, but California consider girls, it unglossed. This is raw wood. I want this uh, podcast to be factually accurate. Right. I don't want anyone writing in like, no, no, Ben. It was California Girls, not <laughs> California Dreams. <laughs> you fool. Because then mm-hmm. they can't take anything we say seriously. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'd it's hate to ruin utmost, our credibility. Exactly. Utmost importance. So... You mentioned that song and how there's like a horn in the middle of yeah. it. It freaks you out because you were in traffic at the time. Yeah. And you're like, well, why is someone beeping me? And then you realize that part of the soundtrack. At the time, I didn't really... You weren't behind it. Yeah. No. No, I'm like, I acknowledged that, oh, yeah, I can see this would be an issue. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I can understand the, what you're talking about in that we both speak English fluently, mm-hmm. but I don't agree on any level. I mean, that, that was you. Pretty much. <laughs> That was my Ben impression. I'm coming around to it. Ah, um, during the week, I was listening to a podcast and they played a, uh, it was like a scream, I think, like <laughs> mid-song. Like it wasn't, a, sorry, it wasn't even a song. It was just like the sound effect, like, the, you know, one of those morning zoo type things. Right. Okay. And uh, I didn't think like someone was screaming in my car, yeah. but it did freak me out just a little bit. Okay. But then I heard Katy Perry's new song. Right. What was it that got you? Have a listen. I, f- I feel like this one's going to cause a few road rage accidents. All right, I'm listening. So keep calm, honey. I'm going to stick around for more than a minute. Get used to it. Funny, my name keeps coming at your mouth. Because I stay with me, Swish, swish, bish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is definitely a dangerous Yeah, uh, just a little too much, I think. Dial it back, Katy Perry. Dial it back. I also feel that people listening to this podcast now... Now know they can relate. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's like, shit, I know exactly what she means (laughs) after the last 30 seconds. So thank you. I guess it should have been a very conciliatory episode because the argument was last week. That's still like an hour to have some Multiple, there'll be more. But the funny thing about that, I don't want to break the illusion. I right. did. I did create a little. The I feel like you turned it up a little, just a bit. You added some stuff. It, it was interesting how quickly you can create 
basically. A remix? No, like that soundscape that is just like completely <laughs> offensive. So <laughs> it is. Like that's good. Like you lay it. Like I added. So it turns maybe. out bad music is quick and easy to create. Who knew? But it was like almost there is my point. <laughs> <laughs> like I used that Katy Perry song and right. Nicki Minaj song. Oh, okay. And. What, pound the alarm? Yeah. Yeah. And like it took literally like one or two extra sound effects and it's like this song is the worst <laughs> bullshit ever made on the planet. So what you're saying is you've like underestimated how good remix DJs are? Is that what you're saying? There's a little skill there, yeah. I yeah. Guess so. <laughs> you can't just put any two sounds together um, because they turn out horrifying like that. No, I was more thinking like they're all, those songs are already so close to garbage. Right. That Oh, it so doesn't... like garbage in, garbage out. Like garbage plus garbage is worse garbage. <laughs> I guess so. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like it, it, on its own, that Nicki Minaj song, like, I, w- I, I don't like mind it. But it's just like, yeah, it, it's really just noise, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a friend of mine speaking of uh, sound effects. They were working in an aviary at a zoo somewhere. Okay. So they had to get to know all the bird calls and like which bird was making what call to like point them out to the visitors in like the zoo aviary thing. Mm. And they now hate any scene that takes place in like a forest or a jungle in a movie because the bird noises just don't make any sense. They don't match up with what's on screen. Well, not even that. Like it's like, oh yeah, there goes like a macaw and there's like a tropical parrot and a budgie. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, like, what so is like <laughs> they would never hang out together. Well, saying. it's like, they, why, how did he get, this is like disorienting. How did he get to the Amazon jungle? <laughs> right. There's no budgies <laughs> yeah, there naturally. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and an Australian like minor bird. And he's like, well, that is just, how did this bird get across all the way to the Amazon? And has to imagine some elaborate backstory from just the bird songs that they obviously mix without even thinking about it. To just well, be generic I'm, bird noises. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like most sound engineers are not experts in bird calls. So it's just. Yeah, like, they're just like generic bird call one plus three, four, five, and six. Yeah. And exactly. we're pretty much done here. Yeah, there's a thing called the Wilhelm scream. Are you familiar with that? Uh, sounds familiar, yeah. It's basically a scream that a lot of movies, like particularly 80s movies, right. would use the scenario that you would most likely be able to find it is if someone's like falling off a cliff. Oh, like, ah. Uh, yeah. Like but a slowly disappearing scream? But it's it's like a very exaggerated scream. Okay. Like, in fact, I would Because I feel like, YouTube is there it. a library of common sounds? Because there's some sounds that I've like heard a few times and I know it's the same one. But that's what sure. I'm getting at. Okay. Well, the answer is yes. I have heard that before. Exactly. Because when they make these movies, there's a guy screaming right you can record someone doing it or it's like oh if i've already got the sound effect here like why bother annoying yeah, our actor for another screen use the one and so yeah a lot of them they just go to sound libraries this is right here's the wilhelm screen oh i don't know it but okay well it's like it sounds kind of generic right but you can go on youtube and there's just like montages of, of it people. from movies yeah it's like Great. here's like 20 movies where people use that exact wow screen. okay and uh, obviously, yeah, it's just come from a sound library and they were too lazy to go out of the way and record right. a new one. And it's like, well, if we've already got this good scream, we may as well just like slot that <laughs> Maybe in. you just really nailed it. No. Like, <laughs> it's one of the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, why would we pass over the best scream ever? Like he screamed the best scream. You're not going to record other screams. <laughs> you know, I, my, I think my um, favorite ever scream, there's a robot chicken sketch where like, like a gummy bear gets his foot caught in a bear trap. Okay. Ooh. And I think it's like a parody of 
uh, gummy bear commercial where he's just like, I'm so happy because I'm a gummy bear, gummy bear. <laughs> I don't know that one, but and that's awesome. Then it just lets out this blood curdling scream as he's like mid song and steps into a bear trap. Okay. And it's, it's the Wilhelm scream? No, it's um, Michelle Trachtenberg. She was like Dawn on Buffy. Apparently, like, she went to Seth Seth Green, the creator of that show. Yeah. And she's just like, because she was doing voices or whatever on that show, and it's like, hey, by the way, I've got this great scream. Oh, yeah. Like, Top-notch scream. If you ever need my scream for anything, let me know, because I can just, you know, do it for you. <laughs> I've got it on tap. Yeah. And so he's... It's ready to go at a moment's notice. That. That's like, it's just like, you know... An agonizingly long, blood-curdling scream. I mean, like, now i got to hear it. All right, I'll, I'll track that one down for you as well. Because I'll try and find mine. It's like in a game called Ultima Online, which I've mentioned all too frequently during this podcast. It was like when a spell fizzled, but it also kind of sounds like a horse snorting. Like, Oh, yeah. Do you know the one? No, Okay. But I can imagine it. Here's the uh, gummy bear sketch. I'm so happy because I'm a gummy bear, gummy bear. <laughs> And then it starts like eating its, its leg. Own leg. I feel it's okay at the scream. I wouldn't use it as my standard stock scream. I mean, it's a very specific scream yeah. for a gummy bear getting his foot in a bear trap. I don't love it. All right, Michelle Trachtenberg, because yeah. uh, way in. down the law. I can see someone else, like it's an someone like it's an often search in Google enough that they've recommended Ultima Online spell fizzle sound. Oh, really? So I can't that's be the funny. only person that's realized this. Yeah, from like video games, I remember um, like StarCraft back in the day used to have like a very specific sound for just their menus and stuff. And right. you would hear that from time to time in different things. The one that always got me is when we got our first computer back in like mm-hmm. 1995, basically, right. there was this CD called Dangerous Creatures. And it was, <laughs> yeah, I had that CD. It was just like a bunch of animals and it was, you know, free software that came yeah. with everything. I think it was like kind then. of like an encyclopedia sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It was uh, just like a animal-based encyclopedia right. and so you yeah, could we had that. play games where you would uh, have to match you know the animal the with their sound yeah. and all this kind of stuff and in that they had an owl and oh. the sound was like an owl just going it's like a very specific <laughs> owl sounds like an old lady it was back in the day where i had like no games to play or anything right. so i just played dangerous <laughs> creatures for hours and learning about owl facts and uh i hear that Owl everywhere. Really? Like, oh, I think I know the actual sound. I do. It must I know. Ex- be, I can now hear it in my head. It must be in one of those libraries because every time they have to signify that a show has like like gone to night time. Yeah, night's yeah. falling. It's like ooh, ooh, how ooh. will we know unless we can hear an owl? <laughs> but not just any owl. The night is here, owl. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll play you the sound. I think this is it, and you'll know it from stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And that's what, you, the one. You hear that all the time. Yeah, in so much stuff, like horses make it. Any kind of animal we really will make that noise. So if there's a bunch <laughs> of like horses around, they'll usually make that noise. Or like some crocodiles as well. Like, yeah, any sort of snorty animal. Yeah, I've always like wondered that if I ever made a movie or you know TV show or whatever. Right. I have the opportunity. Like there's an owl in my scene. There's, <laughs> a, there's a horse in my scene. Do I use the sound effect? Yeah. Because it's like... So iconic. Or do I specifically go out of my way to avoid it? I feel like avoid because I'm pulled from the moment being like, ha ha, that's the Ultima Online sound. Yeah, but it's also now like an in-joke between me and now, you know, the 
10 podcast listeners that are like, right. hey, I recognize that owl. If you could weave it in as a joke, I would love that. It's a very subtle joke. <laughs> I mean, most people would gloss over it. Like, how many people... Like, I know the owl sound effect because I play Dangerous Creatures for hours <laughs> on end, unlike most other people who <laughs> just put the CD in once and are like, this is stupid and yeah, gave up. Yeah, me. Yeah. I played that Amazon one instead. What was that? You like ha- you were in a journey in a boat down the Amazon it was great. It sounds, it sounds a lot better than what it we It was had. so good. It came along with that same CD set, so I don't understand how you didn't play it. No, I got but that it was Microsoft Golf. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, that, that was a quality really? golf game. <laughs> I hate golf games. I hate sports games like, in general. Like golf in video game form is the best the worst. form of golf. Oh, sure. Of all the golfs. Nah, mini golf. I lie. All right. It's equal for <laughs> mini golf. <laughs> no way. I'd way rather play mini golf. Either way, they're both the leagues ahead of actual, actual golf. golf. Uh, I like a driving range. There you go. It sounds like you love golf. I, yes, I do. <laughs> I think I like golf more than I realize. <laughs> I don't really like any sport in a video game. I don't understand it. I don't understand why we need it, what it's for. It just boggles my mind. I don't get it. What about Wii Tennis? That was pretty fun back in the day. Yeah, okay. Wii Tennis can have a pass, as can Super Nintendo Tennis. Maybe tennis is the one sport that holds up well. Just play the sport, though. I don't, like, I mean, I still do play tennis, (laughs) but I'm, I'm like, way more likely to play video game golf than real golf. Why, though? Because it's, like, quicker. Like, you don't have to walk around the course. That's not the point of the sport. You're not like, I really... I'm also way better at it. Like, if I just have to press a button rather than... Like the one time I played golf on actual course, I was making divots all over the place. <laughs> I don't really uh, have but, that same problem in video games. I mean, sure. But surely the point of playing sport is not how efficient you are at having it be over. In my case, it is. <laughs> like, so. let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I thought it was, the point was to sort of leisurely enjoy it. And that's why it's good that it takes a while. Like you can walk around, you can chat with the bros, have some beers. Not like, all right, we've got to plow through as fast as it can go it depends how good you are i suspect right okay before we get too far away from the topic of uh, sound effects. driving songs oh yeah i stumbled upon the weird part of the internet this week i thought i would dark share web? it's uh i would say like what's between the regular internet and the dark web the gray web i'm I guess. on the gray web <laughs> the dusk web <laughs> so i was looking on itunes for a podcast is this the web where that how owl would be hooting because you're on your way to the dark web. It's almost night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely owl sound effects all throughout Great. this. I was looking for a podcast of uh, specifically Ed Cavalli, uh, you know, Australian comedian, yep. TV personality. And uh, I came across in the song section of iTunes because iTunes just does this. It's like you type in a name and it's like, here's the movies about Ed Cavalli. Here's right. the songs <laughs> called Ed Cavalli. Here's the podcast that he does. It's like, sure. just wanted to search for the podcast, but whatever. <laughs> and up popped the Ed Cavalli driving song. Oh, huh. I don't know it. I did not either. So I was like, <laughs> all right, like I'll give this a listen. I mean, a strong hook. I'm that, in. They were selling it for $1.69. Ooh. I did not shell out, but I did listen to the free preview. Okay. You could probably also find it on YouTube. Like, I'll save everyone the expense and oh, right. okay. the effort to download it. Let's listen to the Ed Cavalli driving song, or at least 30 seconds of it that <laughs> I can get for free on iTunes. Ed Cavalli drives his car into town. Ed it's descriptive so far. Shops. Accurate. Ed Cavalli never stops. Oh, that's a shame. He drives here. 
It drives there. Oh, I saw that coming. It's a bit predictable. Drives his car everywhere. But he can't stop. This is a <laughs> horror story. He draws and sings along. And that's as much to the, as song? the free sample. Oh, as well, what does he sing along to? To the radio, presumably. Oh. I mean, he might sing along to that song if that's what he's listening to. Are we sure he's not screaming? He can never stop. I don't know these things. Yeah. I don't have the answers. Also, he can't say Ed Cavalli right. That was what <laughs> drew my attention as well, right? His it's name's annoying. Ed Cavalli. Right. Like, it's quite obviously spelt Ed Cavalli as well. Yeah, it's not anywhere near Ed Cavalli. So I'm like, who is this guy? And why has he written this? Making a song about a celebrity that he obviously does doesn't not know much yeah. about. <laughs> if he doesn't even know how, his, how to pronounce his name, right? he's probably not a big fan. Wouldn't have thought so. So I was like, all right, I got to look a little Unless deeper. he's, a, what, only ever seen his name in writing or something, which is strange for a radio comedian. Which I think is, I think that is the case. <laughs> really? Why, he it. reads his jokes? Well, I don't, I don't think he knows him. I think he just knows that he's a radio personality. Right. So What's this, he trying to like profit off his fame? I think so. <laughs> I think this is a really shitty scam. Because because he's like, well, they're going to think it's Ed Cavalli and download it for $1.69. Or maybe at least like Ed Cavalli might buy it. <laughs> at the very least. So this guy's out to get $1.69. Out of every shitty celebrity because... Oh, what? All right. So this song was written by someone called Terry Pedestrian and the Crossing. <laughs> I love him. That's already al- great. It's from the album Radio Car Car. <laughs> it's got 50... As in like Radio Car Car? Or radio car. Car, car. car. Yeah. Uh, it's not as shame. clever as you no. might think. It's got 50 songs. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a few titles. Track one, a driving song for Hamish Blake. <laughs> I want to hear that. Two, Andy Lee drives along. <laughs> Three, Merrick Watts and his driving song. Uh, what? And it just goes on like this. It's a whole bunch of... Australian comedians. And like more specifically radio personalities. For sure. The kind of people that you might find on a podcast. Is he? Do you think he might like be hoping they play it on their radio show? I mean, I think that would be a bonus. <laughs> I feel like more than that, he's just trying to get iTunes attention. Right, because what's the first one? Hamish Blake drives along or yeah, something. Yeah, a driving song for Hamish Blake. Do you want I want, to yeah, I do. I love Hamish Blake. He's like probably my favourite celebrity. Hamish Blake. I mean, they're quite diminutive, aren't they? It's a little similar. (laughs) Hamish drives to the shops. Hamish Blake never stops. (laughs) Drives here. Drives there. Okay. Where's the drive, Vicky? Everywhere. Oh my god, how'd you know? I mean, like I said, derivative. Definitely derivative of. Well, you haven't heard the Andy Lee song yet. Ah, is it similar? Let's find out. Oh, you don't know this? Andy Lee. I mean, there's, he's drives his car had to add an extra like, syllable into Andy, Andy I guess. Yeah, that's the extent of how much he's uh, <laughs> changing these songs. Right. Uh, well, let's see. Can I... Let's do one more. Can I select one? Go for it. Just to... Uh, a driving song. Andy Lee likes it all. I don't understand this. What do you think this is about? Go on. I want to hear. I mean, Michelle Laurie has a driving song. Every obscure, like <laughs> Becky Lucas has a driving song, which like she's an Australian yeah. comedian that I I do like her stuff. She's very low key. Like she's not yeah. a high profile celebrity. Right. Exactly. And so I feel like he's just gone. All right. I need Australian celebrity names. Just give me a list and I'll make a song for every single one on the hope. Miff Warhurst, comma, this is your driving song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you spend a lot of time on the title. Uh, 
A song for Akmal Sali to sing while he drives. It's imaginative. Wow. Fifi Box has a driving song, it's called. So you can buy this album for like $17 on iTunes. A song about driving written specifically for someone. I can't see the end. Well, I'll listen to that one because it says it's written specifically for him. All right. Dave the Tap drives his car in town. I think the title is misleading. (laughs) So it's the same song with different names. Uh, Yeah. That's even better. I thought at least they were all different crappy driving songs. Nope. (laughs) An album of 50 shitty driving songs identical. different, yeah, identical songs with different radio personalities inserted into them. All right. So that's part one. You can buy... Part one? The rabbit hole goes deeper. How many albums are there? Let's find out. Have you researched this guy online? A Were you able bit. to find anyone else talking about him? All right, so let me just show you his album section on iTunes. Great. I Whoa. How many is that? Like a dozen? Yeah. Well, Petrol Sounds. Yeah, so we've got Petrol Sounds, Radio Car Car, more celebrity driving songs. Oh, celebrity wow. Celebrity driving songs. Carney Divorce Ceremonies. Ooh. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Out of all of the albums I'm buying, Carney Divorce Ceremonies is up there. There's like greatest hits. They're all... Basically the same thing. Should we have a look at what Carney Divorce Ceremonies is? I mean, yeah. There's only 10 songs on this one. Good. I like a short listen. So this the is Broken the Ferris Broken Ferris Wheel. Wheel. So this yeah. might actually be something different. Let's see. Like, it might be... I feel like it needs to come with a bummer warning. Our lives are broken. It's nobody's fault. Like this whole ride. We've come to I love this album. First time. <laughs> Man knows how to tell a story. I'm down for that. I like that. You're album. a fan of Terry Pedestrian and the Crossing? Uh, yeah, I'm going to start telling people they're my favorite band. All right. I'm so going to seem so indie. Then mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, who is this guy? I start Googling him. Yeah, good idea. And to look him up on LinkedIn? So it takes me to like his Twitter, which okay. is like, that's the best source of information. I still... Yeah. I mean, LinkedIn second, I guess. Yeah. I'm willing to well, listen. Like it comes up with the iTunes thing. It comes up with a Triple J Unearth page. Amazing. A Spotify thing. So from the Triple J Unearth page, mm-hmm. he's got a link to a Twitter. Great. There's also a link to a website called hereiswebsite.com. Okay. Does not take you anywhere. <laughs> he does not own hereiswebsite.com. I mean, that sounds like a great website. So this Twitter page is for something mm-hmm. called music, which is muddling up sound into composition. All right. Okay. The description of one man Australian record company <laughs> that is just over 30 online music store artists with over 4,000 songs on sites wow. like iTunes and Spotify. Wow. So got, it's not just Terry and the Pedestrian Crossings. He's got 591 followers. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what the other bands are. You haven't been able to look any further into this, into the muddle compositions or whatever? I mean, I only discovered this a few hours ago. This is as far as I got. This is amazing. But yeah, apparently like 4,000 songs across 30 different artists on... Do you think he just wrote that whole driving album so he could make that claim? I don't know what his goal is. Like, I, <laughs> it seems like he's trying to make money to me. Like he's... I, yeah, I can only imagine kind of so. Scam. Right. But I don't know how you're going to be successful. Like, unless... He's like, all right, I'll make an album for each Australian celebrity that I can find. 
and maybe they'll buy the song. But even if so, I you want to get a dollar sixty out of every famous person. Yeah, what's that going to be like? Fifty bucks? It doesn't sound worth it. <laughs> I thought maybe he was hoping that people would buy them because they thought it was Hamish Blake. But you can preview it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I, I was like, "What's his Ed Cavalier song?" Once I discovered what it is, I'm not <laughs> buying it. He doesn't even pronounce the guy's name correctly. No, <laughs> I don't know how he got Cavalier either. Like, it's definitely Cavalier. Yeah. I don't know where you're getting Cavalier from. I don't from. think he spent a lot of time on each of these songs. Like, he, the singing isn't even that great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one take wonder, basically. Well, yeah, but also, I don't know. It just, I couldn't suspend my disbelief that Ed Cavalier was driving into town with that kind of mistake. <laughs> that's about as far as I got, but I was just, it's just... I mean, that's a shame. It's like, I know we spend a lot of time doing some weird stuff on the internet. But I also make some sense, I think. That's I like to think so. <laughs> like there's there is an ultimate goal here that right. at least makes sense. Yeah. And it's also free. There's that as well. Like we're obviously not trying to make money or if we are, we need to reconsider our methods <laughs> this far in. But I like to think it's like, well, they're obviously creating unique content every week because they like to do that. Right. Whereas he's like, all right, back in the studio, 50 yeah. songs, give me a list of 50 celebrities. and Yeah, uh, we'll bag this out in one take. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess Don't stop recording, buddy. If nothing, is prolific. <laughs> it's true. I mean, he's got it all over us. I don't have 4,000 tracks anyway. I don't think I've ever done 4,000 of anything. <laughs> oh, I was going to say something, but I'll just skip over that. Is that a masturbation joke? Is How did you know? Going? Is that where you went? I mean... If, if I'm close to 4,000. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'll, I'll mark it off on my tally and oh, I'll let you know could. when I get to 4,000. Yeah, if yeah. you wouldn't mind. But I know like recently there was someone who sold a song. There's like 10 minutes of silence on iTunes. And he uh, sold oh, a, yeah. like a bunch of copies because apparently like with the iPhone 7 onwards. It's the first song that plays. Is There was like a, 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 a minute of silence or something. Yeah. Because anytime you accidentally open the music app or I think do as soon something, as you plug in your... Oh, uh, aux cable? Yeah. Your, it well, it's starts, not even aux. It's like the lightning cable, I guess. Right, yeah. It starts auto-playing whatever is the first track in your songs list. Yeah. And so, so if it's like, I don't know... What's the song that starts with A? Help me out here. Animal by Mike Posner. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the most famous A song of all. Is that Mike Posner? No. Animal. Animal. Uh, I'm still, I'm still an animal. Mike, Mike Snow. Snow. Sorry, Mike Snow. Um, Mike Snow Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you owe me a frozen Coke? Um, are, you, are you one animal? <laughs> Sick. Um, he also wrote another song that I didn't know about that I'm quite into. Paddling Out. No, it's a, like a recent one. Look up Mike Snow. Genghis Khan. How's that one I'll go? Get a little bit. I'll just play it for you. That's also how Spotify works. I know there's no phone and no labels to put on to this. Not ringing any bells? No, not really. Really? Okay, wait for it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm digging it. I mean, it's got 21 million views. So. Yeah, but I don't know if we can go with YouTube views on, really? like, you know, that's something because it's popular it doesn't mean it's great. No, I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, I know this song. <laughs> ben was admiring my dancing. Yeah, everyone at home is missing out on Vicky's. <laughs> 
<laughs> dance moves to go along of, with it. Can you, um, I want to see your rendition of that. I know this is great for radio, but if, could you, if you were a video recorder, I want to play back the tape of me dancing. It was like, you're, <laughs> you're like it's like you're the incy wincy spider doing the bit where it's like the rain washes yeah, him out. I want to see just it. like a lot of jazz hands and stuff. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, like that's a relatively popular song recently. Like you would have heard that. Oh, I guess you don't really listen to the radio, but <laughs> should you have, you would. What's your point? I, that, that's another Mike Snow song. <laughs> I'm struggling to have a point. Um. <laughs> anyway, someone, someone wrote a song that was above Mike Snow's animal in your iTunes playlist. <laughs> and that's how we got onto this. And it no, sold sorry. a bunch of copies so people wouldn't have to listen to the first song on their playlist. Right, in case and they wanted to get listen to Mike Snow's latest song. <laughs> if you're into Mike Snow's latest stuff but you've downloaded his whole discography, you could download AAAA, Minute of Silence, so you didn't have to sit through Animal every time you put in your ox cable. Yeah, so that's basically a scam on the iTunes charts. But one I can well, it's understand. It's not a scam, but it's, it's actually a great idea. Sure, but it's like someone going to uh, minimal effort to make a lot of money. Right. Which is what this Terry... <laughs> which is what we're all doing. Yeah. It's just that some of us have to put in more effort. Like, we're all at minimal effort that we think will get us money, aren't we? But, like, that's one that I'm like, okay, I can see how he would get money. Right. This other guy, I'm like, well, what's the end goal here? I don't understand. <laughs> I know there was, like, a similar thing on uh, Spotify back in the day where yeah. a band made an album that was just like 20 tracks or whatever, all silence. Of silence, right. And I think it was, you know, they were 30 seconds long, which I at the time I believe was the minimum length that a song had to be for it to be monetized. Oh, right. And so it's like, hey, while you're asleep, just like put our album on repeat. And <laughs> Was we'll that just- part of their rap? What do you mean? While you're asleep, put an album on repeat. Oh, I mean, if their lyrics were not complete silence, then maybe they would have been. But no, I feel like they just put it on social media or uh, their website or something. It's like, hey, if you're a fan of ours, Mm -hmm. yeah, just like play this while you're asleep or you're, you know, away from your computer, not doing anything. And they made up several thousand dollars just with people playing these songs. Silence throughout the night. Yeah. Just because it's like, well, it looks like it's playing they get credit for having played the song, but mm-hmm. there's nothing there. And then uh, I think Spotify cracked down on that after those guys. Like they, they paid them out. It's like, and hey. Like, no more of the silence, Yeah, guys. see what you're doing. <laughs> Legally, we'll give you the money, but no one else is doing this. <laughs> I've been looking him up. Apparently, he was featured on the Little Dum Dum Club, if you know that podcast. Okay, so it's he's, a relatively famous yeah, podcast. He's probably just like an Australian comedian. I think so, yeah. But do you think he's doing it for the love of driving songs? I think it's meant to be comedy. I'm not certain. I mean, it's a pretty one-note joke. If that's the, <laughs> like, literally. Because like, I can get it. All right, one album, 50 songs of Australian comedian driving songs. That's like, there's some potential in that idea. But mm-hmm. I would say, A, make the songs different. Yeah, I mean, that would be the angle I would take. At least make them comedic songs. And B... Once you've done that one album, I think that joke's paid out. Like, why go to the, the work? It's like, all right, 4,000 songs later. Like, <laughs> it also is like the guy's got to be completely OCD because it's like, it where do you stop? drive you mental as well. Oh, well, there's that. But I'm like, once I got to 4,000, it's like, well, I can do 5,000. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, there's got to be a cutoff. Like, yeah, I could probably think of 10,000 names. Yeah, like I'm almost disappointed that I don't have a driving song now. I mean, his Facebook is amazing, by the way. He's got an album, Congratulations on Moving to Mars. Start buying these songs for people you know that are moving to Mars soon. <laughs> I guess like it's like we've done yeah. every celebrity in the world now. All right, let's go intergalactic with it. Yeah. Wow, this is... Anyway. Anyway, it's just, yeah, I thought I'd uh, bring that to everyone's attention. There's just, you know, some parts of the internet that I just do not understand. Yeah, well, I guess, uh, well, in terms of podcasts, Little Dum Dum Club is much more successful than us. So who am I to uh, to question them? But uh, I guess he's got something going on. I mean, I mean, they've done like, you know, hundreds of episodes. You could have just been a guest on one particular... Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Well, they gave him a shout out on their Facebook. So I guess he really captured their imagination in some way. With good cause. <laughs> I can well, see th- why. Like, this is probably what he wanted. Like he, you know, named their, those, you know, the hosts of the Dum Dum Club in right. a song. Uh, well, that's what I was saying. their attention. And then you feature them. That's exactly what I was saying. Maybe that's his end game. So Hamish Blake would come across it and be like, what? And then would be like, we've got to get this guy on the show. I don't think they would, like, they might not even want to get him on the show. They're like, hey, what's up with this dude? Yeah, he would freak me out more than anything. I'd worry that he wasn't very well. And is it like... It comes across as quite weird. Now he can be like as featured on the little dum-dum club I just because technically so. they talked about him. Well, no, it was them giving him a shout out, which is even weirder. Yeah, I, I, you know. The, the mind boggles? Indeed. Changing tracks a bit. Unlike uh, Terry Pedestrian, <laughs> he struggles with that. Indeed. A few uh, episodes ago, right. you mentioned that you were going to court. Yeah, I went. I feel Thank like you. we should follow up on that. Like, I thought we did. We did not. Oh, maybe we just talked about it. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. It's hard there. to distinguish because what I need to do is like these headphones are not very comfortable for me, the headphones we use when we're recording. And so I usually have pain in my ears when we're talking. <laughs> Throughout the entire thing. like It's like crushing my ears against my head. It's really uncomfortable. I mean, you can get different headphones. I'm going to. So I just need to remember when I remember a story, if my head was being crushed alive or not when I was speaking, and that should let me know if it was told on the podcast or not. Uh, So I... (laughs) Is this a, a way of explaining away some of your bizarre behavior on the show? It's yes. Like, I'm Shia LaBuffing Don't it. pay any attention to what Vicky says. Because, Her head's being crushed. Yeah, she's literally in a vice every episode. <laughs> Have you seen the film Concussion? <laughs> it was the autobiography? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. I wrote that. Yeah, it's not great. I've been thinking every time. Anyway, it's one of those things. You basically set a mental script to buy something and then never do it. You're like, oh, I really need to get that. And it's not ever until you're in that circumstance again that you're reminded. Oh, like if you run out of toothpaste, for example. Right. And you're and like, like, oh, I'll get it in the toothpaste. shop today. And, and then, then it's like the next morning when you're like trying to brush your teeth. Yeah. You have to like borrow someone else's and you're like, oh shit, yeah, toothpaste. And it's like seven mornings in a row before you're like, I get it. That's where you're up with the headphones. Oh, yeah. I've had it go the other way where I was like, towels, I need towels because we ran out of towels. And then I couldn't turn it off. So you I was just like, bought a shitload of towels. Yeah. yeah, I was like, stop running by towels.exe. <laughs> How do I turn off this script? Yeah, my house was like, my linen closet was filled with towels. I could have run a hotel. It was crazy. We were overrun. Did you just forget that you had bought them? I guess like just went into the store and I was like, what do I need? Oh, towels. Like I just had obviously ground it into my mind because I never managed to get towels before it was too late. Yeah. And just had not managed to tell myself like you're all right on the towel front. My dad used to be like that with umbrellas, <laughs> specifically umbrellas for my auntie's birthday. Like for years, 
It's like, oh, it's her birthday. Here's another <laughs> umbrella. Oh, wow. I, I don't know. How what, did it start? I think he probably saw a nice umbrella that okay. like, it I reminded. Okay, I she was like, oh, I got caught in the rain today. It, it, it's possible that. And he's like, well, know, if I give her one for every birthday, that's an umbrella for every day. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, I don't think it's like, oh, now she loves umbrellas. It's just right. like, hey, you know what? She would like an umbrella. It's just <laughs> the association in his brain because it's like... like I've given her so many umbrellas. She must love umbrellas. Well, just even the second time that happened, it's like he gave her the umbrella. And so now in his brain, it's like auntie and umbrella are in the same right. pocket. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, you see an umbrella. I got to get one for that her. That happened to my, me and my brothers and brothers um, with my dad. Like he worked on the railway, works on the railway for his whole life. And so we used to get him a lot of train-themed presents. Okay. And only, like, probably dawned on me maybe 20s, early 20s, late teens, where I was like, do you actually like trains? <laughs> like, are these just the two things we know about you as children? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you never we know- talk to us. This is all we know. So. <laughs> well, no. Like, he obviously tells us. But as kids, we're like, we know you're our dad. And we know that you work on trains. <laughs> <laughs> so our interest, your interest is stuff that we make and trains. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I remember when I was a kid, I went to Canada and they have like a whole bunch of confectionery right. over there that you can't get here. And so Kool-Aid was like a big thing that, it's sure. like always one of those things that you see on TV. Yeah, it gets mentioned. And, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh, I want to try Kool-Aid. And right. so I asked my mum's friend over there to buy me some Kool-Aid. And then she also bought this like soap flavored gum as a joke. Oh. And so I think the thing originally started like this company put out this gum. Right. And they didn't intend it to be soap flavored, but they gave it to people and people were like, oh, this tastes like soap. <laughs> like a test group or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. And so they just rolled with it. And uh, right. So it's like, like a practical joke gum. Basically. Right. Uh, I and don't hate it. So. I had some I like and I'm it. like, it's not terrible. Like it wasn't so soapy that it's inedible. Right. But it's not like, you know, I'd prefer a piece of extra. You know? I mean, so, we wouldn't. Yeah. Do you think that they're rolling that out for parents who want to efficiently wash their kids' out, mouth out with soap? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's, we know it's child abuse to give you a real Actual bath. Soap. Soap, yeah. And so for years, like every birthday, it's like, here's a giant stack of like 40 packets of Kool-Aid and a few wow. things of this gum. And <laughs> Do one, you like Kool-Aid? I did at the time, but right. one packet, like a sachet makes five liters. Jeez. It goes a long way. Yeah. And you have to add the sugar yourself. Like they just give you the flavor. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't realize that when I no. first got it either. And so you start to see basically how much sugar goes into a drink like that. Uh, and you're like, I don't think this is this. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like I would have the thing in my drawer. I'm like, I'd maybe make one every like two, three months. Yeah. Right. That's and all you need. It's five liters. Exactly. And then the next birthday would roll out and like, all right, my Kool-Aid supply just tripled again. <laughs> I got like all this joke gum in my drawer. I had to like eventually be like, Hey, this is really nice. I know you were trying to do going nice out thing. of your way here, but I'm I don't good need for the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Yeah, I've got a lifetime gum. supply, yeah, in fact. Yeah. Like if this was currency suddenly. <laughs> yeah, if, if the world turned to apocalypse and I needed to trade Kool-Aid and gum for, you know. Like, if I got a prison, say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a pretty sweet prison economy going right. here. But uh, yeah, until that point, I think we're set. We're, yeah, we're safe. So did Rodney say that he liked trains or? Uh, no, I he was, was like, so I said no, to I, was, I didn't know how to bring it up to no, you. No, he was like, yeah, I guess they're fine. Like. He doesn't hate them. He wasn't glowing. No. <laughs> no. But now he's like, funnily enough, that was probably when he was in his 40s. Okay. Like late 40s, I would have asked him that. 
Yeah, about 15. So he would have been in his late 40s. Mm. And now in his early 60s, he loves trains. Oh, he's come back yeah. around. So. <laughs> yeah, at the time he wasn't jazzed in his late 40s. And I think they've even grown on him now. His favourite mug is like the train map of Melbourne. Is he still working for the yeah. railroads? Because yeah, I was thinking is. like when I... I think he's come to associate it with himself. And so like, <laughs> no. forced it on him. <laughs> no. It's like, you're the train guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I'm not. And you're like, you're yeah. the train guy. He's like, the I guess I am. train guy. <laughs> All right. Because I love trains. Vicky told me so over and over. I must love them. Uh, like, you know, when you have come to associate something with yourself, you kind of naturally pick that out. I it can't usually explain. goes the other way. No? Like I like something and, and then, then it, it gets associated, associated with you. Well, I think he's just worked there so long that he's like, I'm the train guy. I want the yeah, train thing. It's mine. It. What's well, like, um, like Rick Astley? I'm um, just, you know, picking a right. name out of there. When he came out with "Never Going to Give You Up," mm-hmm. did he know it was going to be Rick Rolling? Oh, he definitely didn't. Like, no. That came way later. But he definitely like, didn't. I love that we're throwing around the idea that maybe he did. <laughs> well, like the internet hadn't been invented. No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like one day he's like, you know, I'm going to write this song, and it's become going to become a meme, and someone's like, Rick, a what's what? a meme? He's like. You'll see. I don't even know. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) No, see, I was more thinking he's like, I've got a feeling it's going to have a resurgence as a joke. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how. I don't know why. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, he wrote wrote that song. He took it seriously. Yeah. Then I assume he gets really sick of it. It's like, I've sung that song a hundred times on Today Show type programs at concerts. I'm done with Never Gonna Give You Up. It's like Mike Snow and Animal. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's why you have to write a new popular song and so then like you know years later this becomes like a you know phenomenon right and he's embraced it again you he's have like to what point going, that's like horses and Daryl Braithwaite he's going to like the Macy's Thanksgiving parade and right. rolling people he's getting on stage <laughs> with the Foo Fighters and rolling people right I feel like Rodney's had that with the trains. It's like initially he gets into the uh, railway business and he's like, I'm the train guy. And then you give he him like... never the train guy. Then you give him like 50 birthday presents. He's like, oh my God, enough with the trains. And now t- some time has passed and he's like, you know what? I kind of miss the train I miss thing. the trains, yeah. No. I was talking to him. I can't remember. Again, I need to go back to the squeezing head pain. Have I ever told you the story about the time? one of the times dad was on TV? Mm, I don't know. Um, There's so many times. Which one are you is. talking about? There is actually a few. You told me when he was in a Jackie Chan yeah. movie and then <laughs> he didn't watch out. the movie. No, it got cut out apparently uh, you okay. told me. Last time you told me that I'm like, well, how was his appearance? And you're like, I don't know, didn't watch it. I'm like, what? You're in a Jackie Chan movie? <laughs> of course you're going to watch it. I spoke to him later and he's like, I'm pretty sure it got cut out. Okay. A damn shame. We'll have to find the, the you know, behind the scenes. On the cutting room floor. Yeah. yeah, I should have. Apparently it was filmed in Melbourne and he was in it because ha- he had to help them into the location or something with that story. If you uh, didn't hear that one previously. But no, this story is um, he was on TV because there was a train that was like a historic train at the time. It sounds like Rodney. Right. Train guy. And um, it was when he was like starting out his career. So it was doing its like last farewell ride. Like it was some like hundred year old, like famous steam. Right. Situation. Exactly right. And so he had to clean it. And they were like, how do you feel about this commemorative moment? Like this amazing. The news was like interviewing him about it. Well, yeah, because he was there with the train, like, you know, cleaning it all off and polishing it. And I guess it looked like he cared. Well, they were wrong. (laughs) They were like, oh, how do you feel about this momentous occasion? Say goodbye to the train. He's like, I'm not that pleased. I have to clean an entire train. Yeah, this thing is huge. <laughs> yeah. And it's old. Like, do you right. know how long it's had to build up Yeah, soot? He's like, I'm kind of annoyed. I had to, like, buff a complete train. Is this live or is this... I'm just- pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love stuff like that. We watched... Um, well, I mean, you don't 
ask the guy that's just cleaned it. I mean, maybe they may you have do. assumed he was a volunteer. Or yeah, something. like he, he was, was not. Like this is an honor to clean this train. You it's know, like, it's no. really nice to see it have one last ride. Yeah. No, he couldn't have cared less. It was annoying because it had been sitting in a siding, like gathering soot. We've always got the Today Show playing when we have breakfast and stuff in the morning. Sure. And uh, there was a great segment this morning on haunted houses. Amazing. And it was just like, you know, one of the reporters was at Australia's most haunted house. <laughs> and they did like, it was like, you How know. freaky would it be if it was your house? <laughs> you turn on the TV, you're like, oh my gosh. Like, when did they even film this? <laughs> yeah. They're just there right now. You didn't notice. Anyway. Uh, and yeah, so it's like a six, seven minute package about the haunted house. The sure. girl's trying to get into it. And then it cuts back to the studio and Carl was like, I don't buy into any of that rubbish. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> it's so good when it's like, everyone's obviously uh, trying to kind of go along with of it. Of course, you need to. And then you he just like, yep. completely shuts Shits it all down. all over it. Yeah. yeah. But the, the guy at the end, like they interviewed the, uh, I guess the owner of the guy that, you know, the tour company that takes you right. through these haunted houses. They're like, so what do you say to all the people that think this is a scam? Sure. And he's like, yeah, I get that question a lot. And to them, I say, it why is. don't you come and see it for yourself? I'm like, no, no, I'm not that's falling. That's so good. It is so great. That's the best answer ever. And that's what Terry and the pedestrian crossings probably said. Yeah, damn right. It's probably the same guy. All right. That makes me so happy. That's a great answer. <laughs> yeah. So you say you bought Rodney all this like train memorabilia. I don't like train memorabilia. Like, for example, there's some really weird train stuff out there back in the day. I don't know if we got this from the trains that he worked for or where it came from. But there was talcum powder inside a train-shaped container. Like, container. Did the powder come out the front of the train? Or oh, like no, the it was like stack? a carriage and it would come out the front of the carriage. Is this like a children's toy? No, it was just had talcum powder in it. I think it was like promotional for his work. Like He gets a lot of weird shit given to him for work. He's got two mugs with the Melbourne Train Network printed on them. He's got a USB key that looks like a train, a metro train. Yeah, they're they're into spirit, but like they're like the TGI Fridays of public transport. You get in this. This is probably like a six dollar present. I right? don't know if I got it or if he got it from work. This is just one thing that really sticks in my it mind just accumulated as accumulated like, in the Smith household. Right? Yeah, as you've seen, a lot of stuff can accumulate there. But is that like you get in one train based? item right is that the extent of your gift because <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're going all out <laughs> no we were, we were kids we were, we're not big gift givers that's true time. i guess it's like when you're young anything has to pass and he has right. to be like thanks thank Vicky. you yeah just what i always wanted and then he just chucks it in his like train crap basket. yeah basically well no everything for him is train related right now he's around it all right well uh, i'll keep my eye out right how do we get on this topic your judge thing the Oh, right. Yeah, what did you want to know about me going to court, by the way? Also, did you win the case is the big question. It was dismissed. So what happened? Um, So I showed up at court. Well, have I told the entire story before about why I was going to court? Or was I cagey? You can do a quick recap. There was like a traffic... A, you know, infringement type situation. Right. Well, because apparently I was cagey with people and then they're like, oh, that was all it was. Why don't you tell us? And I was like, because the story is so long and frustrating that... Uh, anyway, I uh, parked my car paid for the parking on the app and later the day I get a parking ticket and I was like well that's confusing I don't really know what to do about this so I kind of just went into the back of my head because it was when I was doing like a uni placement and then exams and all that kind of stuff and applying for jobs and so it got pushed to sort of the back of um, priorities because I was like well I've paid for it so I don't really know what I'm supposed to do here at that point it's on par of enforceability as like a, a speeding ticket 
Mm-hmm. And so then I got a letter from them saying I had to go to the magistrate's court. So obviously I flip a thousand lids because I don't know what's going on. It's always freaky to like be summoned to court because I didn't realize what, like I knew it was over the parking ticket, but I was like, well, what have I done that I have to go to court? And like what? I don't know. In my mind, like whenever a police officer shows up or the court is involved, to me, they can just do whatever they like. Yeah. Well, even I, you're driving down the freeway and there's a cop behind you. Yeah. And even though you're not doing anything wrong, you're like, shit, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. It just makes you nervous. Or if you're like getting pulled over, they're like, they could say anything. Like, they could be like, you're going 250 into prison. Like, yeah, I feel like I've seen too many movies where it's like, your headlight's out. And you're like, no, it's not. And then it's... <laughs> yeah. You're like, God damn it. Well, not even that. I was just... Like, I didn't think they'd do anything outright corrupt. But I was like, what if there's like... Already, I don't know what I've done wrong. Like, there could be some extreme tiny law that I don't know about that I've broken. Like, it's like, you have to have written to the agency within a week or it's a $10,000 fine, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. There's always some random law. I'm like, either they're going to be like, and we're awarding the lawyer's costs against them to you. Like, yeah, even if you've like technically done nothing wrong, it's still scary to go to court and who knows what other costs are associated right. with that. Like you always see on like legal shows where it's like we're awarding their costs to you. And I was like, well, Shivers, they've got a lawyer and everything. I'm just going on my own. Like, I don't know what the penalty is. Like, and then I freaked out because I looked up the matter and it's in criminal court. So I was like, well, I would assume this is a civil matter, but it's being heard in criminal court. So I was like, is there some sort of penalty if they find against me? Like what's going to happen? So I took the day off work, drove out to the court, got there and I'm sitting through other people's matters. I mean, that's a whole podcast on its own. Just court watch. Yeah. I saw some things. Anything, anything <laughs> juicy? No, it was just a lot of people making um, applications to get their interlocks off that the judge was like, no, you were drunk yesterday. <laughs> the interlock shows it. <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm not drunk today. Yeah. Like, yes, you are. <laughs> You're drinking right now. You're holding an open can of whiskey. (laughs) Anyway, then their lawyer came in. My matter gets called. I stand up. I'm shaking because I'm frightened. And then he's like, we'd like to just have the matter dismissed. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm freaking out. Right. The other lawyer says that. Yeah. The lawyer for, I guess, the prosecution. And um, I was like, okay, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, we just want to have the matter dismissed. You know, she's paid for parking. No big deal. And they uh, couldn't do that before dragging you into court? No, I guess not. So then I walked out and I was like, oh, and he's like, yeah, you've clearly paid for parking. I don't know why they wasted the money on hiring me to come here today. I'm confused as well. And I was like, good chat. Yeah. So was he the only guy, you know, there on their side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, I guess at least <laughs> you got someone reasonable. Yeah. So I just like got back in the car and drove home and I was like, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. It's one of those things that you like, well, I don't really want to stick around because maybe they'll find something to uh, sue yeah, you for. I'm like, I'm definitely not going to kick up a fuss. Like I was still like, thank you for your time. Good sir. Yeah. <laughs> like curtsied my way out. But I was also like, what a confusing turn of events. Well, just like, <laughs> you know, frustrating and, you know, nerve wracking, like just a waste of everyone's time and scary. Confusing. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> the system at work. Yeah, he's like, yes, we can clearly see that you paid. Thank you for coming today. And I don't think it was out of his good heart that he didn't press it forward. The judge would have been like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, it sounded like he had proof that you'd paid. So and like, he had it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was that whole circumstance. Yeah, no, that's all I was asking. I just felt like uh, 
yeah, we left people hanging. So uh, right, yeah, no, that's the follow up. Yeah, so that's what happened. I mean, the system at work. The system works. Have you ever been to court like for anything else before? Uh yeah, that's not an interesting story. Why? No, no, I was just thinking like I did um like I didn't do jury duty, but I got to like the selection process, and that was like the closest I ever got. And uh, I just remember like as you say, you get to sit through like other people's right, yeah, business, and like the trial like I got to the second round so like the first round is like everyone's in your room and they uh, call out like 20 names well I've just the plan that's been passed around to me is just pretend you're a massive racist well I think like in America they do that thing where they kind of quiz all the jury members before they get onto the uh, panel yeah well they have to ask you if you know the people involved I'm pretty sure well here they didn't ask any questions like you could kind of stand up and say something so for example, yeah, if you did know the parties involved, right. you could kind of make that clear. But there wasn't really a whole lot of uh, interrogation beyond Oh, right. That. Yeah. Okay. Like I also heard my friend mum or something said they gave the judge, I think, like a really dirty look. <laughs> and they got them thrown out. Yeah, because she didn't want to do it. Right. So I guess you could do something like that. But yeah, like I well, was... Well, a friend of ours asked to be excused mm. and it was granted. So I guess you could just ask... Yeah, I guess it did sound like you had to come up with an explanation that was plausible, though. Yeah, hers was that the victim involved was of a similar age and it was too emotional, given like the nature of the crime. She didn't think she could make a good decision because she could identify too much with the victim. They were like a similar age and they looked kind of like her. <laughs> She's basically me. Yeah, pretty much. Like, imagine if you saw a guy your age who was similar looking. It would be hard. I feel like I'd be more intrigued. Like... <laughs> i got to see how this pans out. <laughs> right. Okay. I guess that's the difference between you and humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember like they're calling out all the names to uh, actually get on the panel and I just didn't get called. Oh, nice. But we heard the start of the trial. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was, again, like a driving offense. Mm-hmm. Like a woman had driven a red light and I think she like collided with someone else. Jeez. And it wasn't like anyone was seriously injured. It was mostly just, you know, some damage to the car right. and stuff like that. Okay. But they were like do you plead guilty? And she was like, how did she phrase it? It was so stupid. It was like... (laughs) I don't not plead guilty. Yeah, it was like, I don't plead guilty, but it happened as you describe. Like, she was basically saying, I'm not guilty, but everything that you were like talking about, (laughs) yes, that... Yes, I just don't believe in law. Yeah, I just don't want to pay (laughs) this guy any money. No, that's how it happened. Why are you not guilty? Our laws aren't real. Yeah, and so the judge kind of like looks at the lawyer and he's like... How do you take that plea? Right. He's like, uh, yeah, not guilty, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was really confused. Even the lawyer was confused. Well, he, I think he was more like, she's an idiot. Oh, right. Like, I don't think she had any hope of winning that right. case. Right. Well, no, not after you've said that. So you admit this is exactly what happened. Yeah. I think I would think the way she phrased it was like, I plead guilty, but not to the facts or something like that. <laughs> it was, yeah. I plead guilty, but not to the facts. Yeah. Was, she was like a freaking idiot. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a legal expert, but I think, yeah, she would That's have confusing. had a tough time uh, winning that one. Right. For sure. Before I wrap it up, I did want to uh, give some insight into what's happening uh, on mm-hmm. the other side of the world. Yeah. Your sister. Yeah. She's uh, been in Italy for the last few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm getting like some, you know, updates here and there, like the twisties. They're not called twisties over there, for wow. example. And uh, they come in like stupid packaging. It's like, oh, this, you know, important stuff you need to know. But yeah, the big thing, 
the big revelation right. come out of Italy so far is they don't believe in air conditioning. Have you ever heard of I mean, of they don't this? believe in it? Seemingly. Like, what they, do you mean? They're like, no, that doesn't exist. They know it exists. Right. So they do believe in it. They have it. They just don't use it? Because they think it's going to make you sick. Oh. Okay. And so like it's plus 40 degrees over right. there every day. Like she's like sweating her ass off. Yeah. She's begging them to <laughs> use the air conditioning. They think it's going to make you sick. Why? Like, it's, did someone get Legionnaire's disease I don't know. Once? It just seems like some crazy superstition. Right. Like, no, you can't turn on the ice blower it, of doom. Yeah, it's, it, it's unnatural. <laughs> we can't be that cold. It's obviously boiling out here. It's it the breathes devil's ice work, and then you her. die. Yeah. So, like... Don't wake it up. <laughs> <laughs> it Maybe keeps... they think it's some kind of beast that you can't switch off. Like, once you wake it up, you have to wait for it to go to sleep. Well, it just blows cold air until it goes back to sleep. It, it seems like the opposite. Like the if it gets really hot, they're like, "All right, everyone, huddle into the one room that's got air conditioning. Oh. We'll turn it on for thirty minutes, right. and then no more." <laughs> wow. Okay. That's when it gets you. Thirty-one right. minute mark. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. I don't know. That's cultural. Is that just that family? I think it, like is at least the village because right. someone um, got sick like that. Like one of our friends over there. Sure. And she was talking to her. And she know, was like, oh, she obviously the someone. air conditioning. Yeah, and they're blaming the air conditioning. <laughs> so you can't like, you know, beat that logic. Maybe like the like, joke's on them and like it is like germ infested. And one day we'll all be like, oh. <laughs> I feel like. Inhabitants I'm, of tiny town of Italy all dead from <laughs> uh, air conditioning bacteria. And we'll be like, shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've used air conditioning for a few years. And no, it's probably just that one tiny village has a rare there's form. There's like something right. airborne there. <laughs> yeah. And if it goes through the air conditioning, it'll spread. It'll kill you. Right. Uh, no, I used air conditioning in Italy. I didn't have that problem. It might just be like a rural <laughs> thing. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. But, unless they just knew we weren't from there and did it. It sounds like uh, she's like having to go underground. It's like, you know, meet some oh, kind of shady yeah. alley. It's like, hey. Turn it on. You got any of that uh, AC? <laughs> it's like, yeah, what do you want? Like 10 degrees, 15. Like, I'll hook you up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me some of the good 20 stuff. 20 is fine. 20. That's, it's your belly uh, breaking a chill at 20. Right? Exactly. He's like, <laughs> I'm not going down to 10. You've got to do... It's too risky, man. you got to ease into it. People are going to feel the ice as they go by. They'll know what we're doing in here. All right, all right. 20, 25. 20. 25. It's as low as I'll go. It's a really hot day out there. It's 40. You make a tough bargain. I really can't go any lower than 25. The vibrations alone will alert people. I'll throw in another 50 for you. Just, you know. Oh, nah. I'll put on a fan as well. <laughs> all right, you got yourself a deal. Okay. <laughs> but that's how, that's how I imagine it. Like, yeah. who are these, you know, crazy Italians? So what is she actually doing? Just going from house to house? Why don't they spread out their half an hour each? I think, again, it's a tough sell. Like, it's probably like, all right. <laughs> Three o'clock in the afternoon, everyone synchronizes. <laughs> so you can't use that loophole. Damn. We're onto you foreigners. Right. No, I think she's That's just a shame. spending her days by the pool instead. Oh, that, I mean, it doesn't wow. sound exactly like a tough life. It could but, be worse. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it could be better, which is why the rest of humanity invented the AC. Yeah, it's just, I never heard of this before. Are you allowed a fan? I think fans might be okay. Oh, it's not so bad then. But it's... Uh, Again, the rest of us are using AC, so it's obviously not your top-notch solution. Yeah. I mean, I say I think fans are okay. I'm just making shit up at this point. You've I, never used a fan? No, oh. I just haven't asked her. Right. I thought you meant like, you're like, yeah, yeah, fans are good. Like, 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm well above that. Yeah, I'll, I'll get her a few blocks of ice and a fan and basically create <laughs> yeah, your own. Yeah, exactly. Then, no, this is where my mind's going. I'm like, you've got a DIY at that point. Have, have they got a fridge? We'll just <laughs> put the fan next to the fridge. Right. There's options. Yeah. yeah. There's always options. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Indeed. I just, I do have one thing. The reason why I brought up Genghis Khan was just my surprise that Mike Snow had another hit recently. Who knew? You say recently. I don't think that was... Genghis Khan. That's yeah. within the last year. Okay. No? I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's within the last year. So I was just surprised that Animal circa like what, 2010? And then 2017 is... It's not that long. Like I'm impressed. There's plenty of artists that have been, you know, like... Pharrell <laughs> like he's been making music since like forever yeah but he's had hits in between that time he didn't have a seven-year hiatus I'm gonna go on Mike Snow's Wikipedia. Mike Snow is like basically punk well like look at Daft <laughs> Punk for example right they put out an album like every 10 years I'm just gonna trying to say I looked up Mike Snow recently to play Animal yeah and I was impressed to see that Genghis Khan was by him because it's a banger and I like it and I was like Mike Snow you've done it again you say like Mike Snow, did you know it was a, a band? I didn't. I thought it was a person. Yeah, it's a Swedish indie pop band. Huh. Yeah, I definitely thought it was a person. It's like um like Alice Cooper, same thing. Really? It used to be a band. Now it's a guy called Alice Cooper. It's like very <laughs> confusing. Alright, so Mike Snow, the discography, they released Mike Snow in two thousand and nine. Oh nine, okay. Happy to you. I was still enjoying it in twenty ten, obviously. Happy to you in twenty twelve and I I I in twenty sixteen. So yeah. There's like Three years, four years between their albums. Yeah, but the last one obviously did not touch the national consciousness of Australia. I mean, you heard that song. What are you talking about? Genghis Khan is from 2016. Yeah. Yeah, the middle one. Oh, the 20... So you're saying like... 2012 Because you weren't aware of no. his 2012 album. There, I guess, now. Their 2012 album. I thought it was a person. Well, 2012 had Paddling Out and The Wave. That's like I don't two know big those songs. songs. You should check them out. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Have you never heard a song, not realised who it was by, and then only like many years later realised you're probably a fan of that band? Like, I guess yeah, I'm a Mike Snow fan at this point. But I didn't know that. It's one of those things, like, there's been a lot of bands where it gets to the point, like, I like like five of their songs. Right. I should go listen to their stuff. Yeah. And, and you then, love it. No, the opposite. I'm Ooh. like, oh, I guess I just like those five songs. <laughs> Like at this point, now I've just said to myself, well, I'm obviously a Mike Snow fan. Yeah, but I feel like I've I didn't heard, know that. I think I listened to one of their albums. I'm like, no, they were the good ones. Oh, really? <laughs> they, they nailed the singles and that was about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, a few times I've had to, people are like, what's your favorite band? I'm like, oh, I don't know, but I'm into these songs. They're like, yeah, that's, that's all the killers. Yeah. Like, or something like that. That happened with... Um, I can't think of the band off the top of my the, head. Do you know the group The Internet? Yeah, I do. I saw them the, a few times. They did the song Girl. Right. I love that track. And uh, I, they were doing an AMA, or at least Sid from the band was doing sure. an AMA. And, like, all the comments were obviously from people that were big no, fans their of her stuff. stuff. Yeah. And one of them was like, oh, I listen to this album, like, still almost weekly. It's, like, wow. you know, from a few years ago, but I'm, like, a, you know, still a huge fan. It holds up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I like that song. I'll go check out her stuff. Did not care for any of Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> good for wow. her, I guess. Yeah. She's got some fans, but not me. No, <laughs> she's lost me after song one. Yeah, basically. So you've never had the phenomenon where you've loved a bunch of bangers and realised you're just a fan? Oh, yeah, of course. It happens. But Who did it, it happen to me with? Bastille. Well. 
Bastille it happened with. Okay. I was like, this song's bang out, I'm into it. And then like a few months later, I'm like, I love this song. And then a few months later, I'm like, I love this song. And then a friend of mine was like, oh, and yeah, Vicky's really into Bastille. I'm like, who? And she's like, literally like the last four songs you've spoken to me about or linked me to have been from Bastille. I thought you were like a super fan. And I was like, well, now I am. <laughs> yeah, again, Bastille snuck up on me like Mike Snow. Yeah, it goes both ways. Alice in Chains was another one that I was like, yeah, like I've heard enough of their stuff to check out. <laughs> I can't not laugh about Alice in Chains. Do you know why? No. You must remember this. Go on. So we used to have a segment on the show about that was hypotheticals. I think they were from a Brett Easton Alice book. Okay. And one of them was, would you rather hear every song in the style of Alice in Chains for the rest of your life? It was definitely said, I'll look it up. Hang on. Yeah, because at the time I remember us talking about like, we were like, even when you sing in the shower, it sounds like Alice in Chains. Yeah, I remember that. So every time I hear the phrase Alice in Chains, I like cackle on the inside. I remember there bit. was like another one about the dark crystal being yeah. like... <laughs> Your loved ones, like obsession. Yeah. So apparently it's Chuck Klosterman's 23 questions I ask everybody I meet in order to decide if I can really love them. Um, so I'll just find this one again. See if your uh, answer's the same. Uh, you meet your soulmate. However, there is a catch. Every three years, someone will break both of your soulmate's collarbones with a crescent wrench. Uh, descriptive. And there's only one way you can stop this from happening. You must swallow a pill that will make every song you hear for the rest of your life sound as if, sound as if it's being performed by the band Alice in Chains. When you hear Creedence Clearwater Revival on the radio, it will sound to your ears like it's being played by Alice in Chains. If you see Radiohead live, every one of their tunes will sound like it's being covered by Alice in Chains. When you hear a c- commercial jingle on TV, it will sound like Alice in Chains. Mm, if you sing to yourself in the shower, your voice will sound like deceased Alice vocalist Wayne Staley performing a cappella, but it'll only sound this way to you. Or do you swallow the pill? So what? My options are just having my collarbone broken once. No, your soulmate's collarbone's broken every three years. Oh. What if I don't find my soulmate? Is that a loophole? <laughs> no, you do. No. It's, it says at the start, you find your soulmate. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to have to put up with it. <laughs> You've changed. Did, I, did yeah. I say the other one? Yeah, I said I probably had a man girlfriend up at that time. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. I think you did. I said man up soulmate. You can cop it and you took the pill. Yeah. Have they gotten any more uh, of those questions? that We didn't do all of them. I'm oh, sure. there's loads. Yeah, give us one. Yeah? Okay. You're sitting in an empty bar in a town you've never visited before. Drinking Bacardi. They're very descriptive. I appreciate they're it. They're paid a scene, well, don't they? There's always a lot of follow-up questions with these hypotheticals. You're like, but what am I drinking? <laughs> I mean, my Bacardi decisions are very different exactly. to my beer but decisions. Right. With a soft-spoken acquaintance you barely know. After an hour, a third individual walks into the tavern and sits by himself. And you ask your acquaintance who the new man is. Be careful of that guy, you were told. He is a ma- man with a past. Mm. I tried to rhyme it. A man with a past. A few minutes later, a fourth person enters the bar. Apparently no bartender on that night. He also sits alone. You ask your acquaintance who this new individual is. Be careful of that guy too, he says. He is a man with no past. Which of these two people do you trust less? Mm. Man with a past, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't trust either of them. <laughs> well, you've got to trust one of them. More than the other. You don't have to trust either of them a lot, but you have to pick one more than the other. Yeah. I feel like the no past guy is... Definitely. He's obviously a baby. No. I, <laughs> I was thinking he's like in witness protection. Oh, right. 
so his past was erased. Well, I thought no past, he must be a baby. That was my thought. But he's walking into a bar. <laughs> it's like it doesn't say he toddles into a bar. Well, he's obviously a talented baby, like a developmentally forward baby, and that's someone I trust. You trust a baby? That can walk, yes. <laughs> that's amazing. No, I was thinking like he's in witness protection. Right. And so he probably did something, you know, like he squealed. He was involved. So, oh, right. Okay. Like he, uh, like he told on a criminal. Uh-huh. But I guess you could also be in witness protection if you made a deal, like you were a well, you just mafia saw guy and you oh, right. or something. Oh, right. Okay. So you're thinking he might be a snitch or he might just be an innocent victim. I feel like there's, like the guy with the past, if, he, if it was... Something like heroic that he had done. Right, okay. You, the guy would be like, oh, that's a war hero or whatever. No, he's, yeah, a guy with a past is not a good past, yeah. I don't think. No, I No agree. one's ever like, there goes a man with a past. <laughs> he uh, saved 10 people from yeah. drowning. That's mm. the past. <laughs> like, oh, you should lead with that. It's fucking ominous yeah. the way you're putting it. <laughs> you need to work on your storytelling skills. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It's a bad past. Yeah. But it's in the past, I guess. Like, he's not like, that's a bad dude. He's like, there goes a man with a past. We do, well, I mean, it's in the past. It could also be in his present. Do you think? I mean, again, like, bearing the lead. I killed twenty guys. Also, I plan to kill another <laughs> one tomorrow. No, I don't think so. The the recent past, you don't say. There goes a man with a past. I mean, if it, could, it happened it, yesterday. It could be like okay, just say it's ten years ago. Yeah, he still could be murdered. What he strikes every ten years? Hey, have you ever seen it? <laughs> no, actually, well, every, still haven't. Every twenty-seven. <laughs> really? Yeah, still haven't seen it. Thanks for ruining it. It does not spoil anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm 28, so I guess I'm clear. The uh, thing about that, the original miniseries mm-hmm. came out 27 years ago. Ooh. I don't think, like, nobody's been talking about that, but that's like some that's nice amazing. symmetry. Surely they did that on purpose. <laughs> they was like, we've got to get this movie into production go, because go, it, go. It, it, you know, it just feels right. Yeah, my dad loves that miniseries. That's why I'm taking him. It's got no trains in it, though. Shame. <laughs> Real shame. Uh, yeah, it's a bad past, but I feel like if you say a man with a past, it's some while ago and he's changed his ways, seemingly, on the surface. So you trust him more? No, I trust the baby. Yeah. I've already talked <laughs> about this. A, a man with no past is a baby. He's got no past. Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> You can email me, Ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, Vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Told you it was going to be argumentative. Podcast at insane. Yeah, I didn't think I was being arguing over whether a <laughs> person in a bar was a baby or not. It's a he's, classic argument. He's not even allowed in a bar. He's a baby. <laughs> they would have kicked him right out. Well, maybe he's got amnesia then. He's an amnesia patient. <laughs> Trustworthy. Well, I mean, he probably still has a past. He just doesn't remember it. Yeah, mm-hmm. True. You can email podcast at insaneramblings.net to uh, find us also. Uh, you can also reach us on Facebook, which is a great way to reach us. You can message us there and get involved with all of our content, share our little bits and get your friends involved. It's always the best way to help us is to recommend us to new listeners. New listeners like Terry Pedestrian who can write a song about us. <laughs> Launch our careers. Jump on iTunes and uh, while you're downloading his stuff, subscribe to Insane Ramblings. You can mm-hmm. get all the new podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPhone, iPod, whatever you listen to it on. Sure. I, I suspect if you're using an iPod in 2017, <laughs> you know, maybe it's time to upgrade. But yeah, I mean, if it works, why not? Oh, wait, Seabo. Oh, wait, Seabo.
specialise in frivolous court cases. Do you get to choose that? Uh, yes. <laughs> what kind of law do you specialise in? I want it to be pointless and... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, six year cost. <laughs> Why is it so long? There's a lot of frivolity. You gotta learn all the ins and outs. Right, okay. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> it would be enjoyable, right? I don't know. For like the first few months, I'm sure. You can probably. I guess, again, the slow grind of what am I contributing to the world yeah. would eventually get to you. But I've found ways to drown that out in my <laughs> current work. There you go. Haven't you? <laughs> I think that's how you get through the day. <laughs> I thought that's what this whole podcast is about. Insane ramblings.